Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading Morning Star from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with number 84, chapter 10, part 1, pages 181 through 183. Chapter 10, Concerning the Virtue of Sorrow. On the Blessed Virgin Mary's sorrows that she endured during the passion of her beloved Son, our Savior. The Blessed Virgin Mary was always filled with sorrow caused by the passion and death of her Son. She continuously pondered in her heart the words of Simeon, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also. That's from Luke chapter 2, verse 35. This virtue is presented for us to imitate as the tenth and the last because of the perfection of the other virtues depend on upon it as long as we remain in this valley of tears and misery. The grace of sharing in the sufferings of the crucified Christ is not given to those who lead a life of pleasure on earth. Only a few strive for and receive this grace. Therefore, St. Paul says, they all look after their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. That's from the letter to the Philippians, chapter 2, verse 21. He does not waver from writing in the same letter, for many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. That's from Philippians, chapter 3, verse 18. They abandoned the way of the Savior and do not want to suffer, neither for Christ nor with him. They reject a yoke of obedience, sacrifice, and penance, and say that since Christ had suffered for them already, then they do not have to, as if they were convinced that it is Jesus and not them who should suffer for their sins. Having no virtue and following the wide road of earthly pleasures, they boldly expect salvation as if they had forgotten the teaching of the Savior. For the gate is narrow, and the way is hard that leads to life, and those who find it are few. That's from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 14. To refute their mistakes, which lead to the ruin of soul and eternal damnation, we decided to give the example of the most sorrowful Mary, because she, who was free from any stain of sin, the Queen of heaven and earth, the Mother of our Lord and our God, was pierced by many sorrows in this world, while she followed the example of the passion of the Savior. We already spoke about this in previous chapters. Now we shall speak only about the sorrows she endured beneath the cross of Jesus. Intensified by her immense love of God and neighbor, Mary's each sorrow was incredibly profound. What words could express the sorrow she felt watching the passion of Jesus Christ, her son. How painful must have been the news about the humiliating and disgraceful arrest of the King of Glory by godless and cruel men. What pain stabbed her heart as she watched Jesus, chained as a felon and dangerous criminal and guarded by armed soldiers, being led with mockery, pushes, and pulls from one judge to the next, what agony she must have felt when Jesus received a slap on the face in the house of uh, Ananias, and when that same face 
before whose radiance the angels fall to their knees was defiled by spittle in the house of Caiaphas. The teacher of wisdom was wrapped in white cloth like a mentally ill person at the house of Herod to be ridiculed by the crowds. How greatly Mary must have suffered when the holy body of Christ was scourged at Pilate's house and his head pierced by the crown of thorns. With what inexpressible pain she heard the voice of the crowd demanding the crucifixion of Jesus and the release of Barabbas, a criminal. In this chapter, we have reached the tenth virtue of Mary, the sorrow that she endured during Jesus' passion. In the footnote, St. John Paul II reflected on Mary's sorrow in his encyclical on mercy. He called her sorrow fruitful because by standing at the foot of the cross along with the beloved disciple, she shared in the redeeming death of her son in a special way. St. John Paul says that Mary has the deepest knowledge of the mystery of God's mercy. She knows its price. She knows how great it is. Mary is the mother of mercy. Mary spent her life pondering the words of Simeon in the temple, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also. Luke 2, uh, 35. This virtue involves sharing in the suffering of Christ to some degree here on earth. The victim souls achieve a high degree of holiness because of this virtue, and they're saving souls by participating in Christ's sufferings. We are called to live not carelessly and sinfully, but with a focus on Jesus and in thanksgiving for his great love, for all that he suffered for us. Mary was never touched by sin. She doesn't experience the lure of sin like we do. She knows that it will not bring us the promised happiness, only pain, delusion, and sorrow. This chapter will reflect on the sorrows that Mary endured, especially at the foot of the cross. Her greatest sorrow was watching her son die on the cross. He reflects on the different moments of her sorrow during her son's unfolding passion. Our sorrows can bear fruit if we offer them to God for the conversion of sinners, if we unite them with the sufferings of Christ on the cross. If you would like to receive a Venerable Servant of God, Kazmir Vyshinsky prayer card, visit shopmercy.org. Now let's pray for his beatification and intercession. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O God, joy of the saints, make us glad by raising to the honors of the altar your faithful servant, Kazmir, and grant us the zeal to imitate him on our way to holiness. Amen. O God, merciful Father, in the heart of your servant Casimir, you aroused such a great zeal for accomplishing corporal and spiritual deeds of mercy. Deign to grant to us, through his intercession, the grace for which we implore you. Amen.
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is recommended that this prayer, recited for a particular intention, be complemented by confession and Holy Communion. Please send news about any cure or other graces received from God through the intercession of Father Kazimir Vyshinsky, requests for biographies and prayers, as well as any other correspondence to the following address. Vice Postulator of the Marian Causes of Canonization, Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, to Prospect Hill Road, Stockbridge, Massachusetts, 01262. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.